As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, we're going to tell you everything you need to know about Kyle O'Reilly's health situation after some false rumours were spread after last night's NXT. An insane stipulation match has been announced for AEW Revolution. WWE Champion on AEW Dynamite. <laughs> so, sort of, sort of. And Tully Blanchard, the 67-year-old, is going to step between the ropes on <laughs> AEW Dynamite. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I still can't believe that last story. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the news. All right, let's get serious. Let's talk Kyle O'Reilly, because... Uh... The worst of social media uh, with regards oh. to taking misinformation, snowballing it and spreading it all over the place uh, was in play after last night's NXT. So NXT ran an angle where Adam Cole attacked Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, the, the biggest event of this was during the main event. He, uh, he laid him out with a pump kick and then he suplexed him on the steel steps during the main event. Uh, Kyle was laid out. He was, you know, out for the count on the outside at the end of the show while Cole was standing tall with the NXT Championship. A whole bunch of bollocks followed. Um, to cut to the most important part before I go into the details here, Kyle O'Reilly did not suffer a seizure, all right? You may have heard whispers of this, um, but the rumors doing the rounds regarding his health were so widespread uh, that Ryan Satin, who of course works for WWE on Fox, had to tweet the following. From what I've been told, Kyle O'Reilly did not suffer a real seizure after NXT tonight and did not suffer a medical episode. According to WWE sources, it's all just part of storyline. Happy to hear that he's okay. Kyle is okay. A follow-up tweet here also from, from Satin uh, saying, I'm also told that there was no intent to make it look like he was suffering a seizure. That just spread due to what was reported back from the few fans in attendance. So shortly after Kyle uh, was, was laid out, photographs of him taken by somebody who was at the Capitol Wrestling Center, like being loaded onto a stretcher, being tended to uh, by Triple H and doctors, they started doing the rounds and there was a lot of messages along the lines of pray for Kyle, hope he's okay. Uh, the wrestling world needs to unite around Kyle O'Reilly. This is so worrying, um, which is, you know, comes from a place of worry. So uh, people hoping that the, the, the guy's all right, which is there's nothing wrong with that. Of course, the problems arose when people drew a line between Kyle, who's a type one diabetic and a seizure. That term somehow came into the conversation 
it snowballed and you had two parties. You had one group of people who genuinely thought Kyle had suffered a seizure and were worried and were like, oh my God, this is horrible, which it would have been. And then you had another party who read this as WWE had worked a seizure uh, and were criticizing WWE, understandably, again, for taking advantage of a potential medical episode and using it to develop heat for a storyline. So there was a whole lot of rubbish going around, uh, a whole lot of misinformation. Fortunately, we have Ryan Satin cutting right through the middle of it here. We also have a report from Raj Giri of Wrestling Inc. who published after the show uh, saying that there appears to be nothing to worry about with Kyle O'Reilly's health. Uh, the former NXT title contender is fine uh, and that yes, WWE never wanted to make people believe he was having this medical episode. Um, it was just a conclusion that people drew on social media. So in a nutshell, what's happened here is that WWE have really effectively worked a lot of people, but it's gotten to the point where someone has used that word, seizure, mm. uh, it has spiraled out of control. We've been just watching these two sides uh, really building steam and building steam and building steam on stuff that isn't true. And now hopefully it'll be diffused. The problem is, Dave Meltzer has said this in the past, but when bollocks gets out, it gets out a lot quicker than bollocks is diffused when the real story comes out. So we can only hope this kind of peters off. Kyle is fine. That's important. That's good. Um, but it's just, it's, it's a real shame that whoever started this rumor has, you know, prompted such a strong response from people who are genuinely concerned about the guy. And, you know, uh, it really sucks. It's it's a horrible situation. I'm glad Kyle's okay. Uh, I thought the angle was well done. Yeah. And uh, it just shows the power of misinformation in this era on social media in particular. Yeah, first and foremost, obviously, most important thing, like you say, I'm just glad to hear that Kyle O'Reilly's okay because there was so much stuff bouncing around on social media when I woke up this morning. What's the phrase, Andy? Is it... Uh, lies already half around the world before the truth has got his trousers on or something like that. that yeah, that's exactly go. what Meltz is talking about there. And in fairness to WWE, it's not like they said, oh, he's had a seizure or exactly. they did the whole red X sign. They're always, you know, they've done some dodgy stuff in the past, but they're always pretty, you know, they know where the line is, at least when it comes to that sort of thing. So it was just so frustrating as well because... It sort of undercuts, like you say, the the kayfabe that's been going on in this genuinely entertaining story. It was a really good episode of NXT. I really enjoyed it. We've got, what, two tag team title matches, including, you know, two guys from the main roster, Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler, showing up on last night's show and then defending those titles in two weeks, just coincidentally, uh, on the show going up against Shaq versus Cody and Red Velvet and uh, Jay Cargill, of course. But it's like... It was so frustrating because it just, like you say, just ruined what would have been a really good angle and a great show, in my opinion, from NXT. I think to just boil it down so we can move on to the other mad stuff we've got to report on today. <laughs> Very simply, think before you tweet. It's not difficult. Like you say, all it's taken is one person to suggest the link between, you know, just a really good sell to Kyle's diabetes, to a seizure. And yeah. Well, look where we are, Andy. Yeah, yeah. And we'll stress again that WWE never used that word, not once. This no. was 
entirely social media stuff. So, yeah, uh, I, I'm, you know, I was quite alarmed by it when I saw it myself, but mm. when I saw the reports and stuff, uh, uh, everything came to light. So that that's the truth of the matter. Uh, let's kill those rumors. Let's never speak of them again. Uh, right, let's talk about something that sounds not true, but is. <laughs> AEW are going to be doing an exploding barbed wire death match for the AEW Championship at Revolution. It was announced at the end of last night's AEW Dynamite uh, off the back of John Moxley, Ray Phoenix and Lance Archer. Had a great match uh, against Eddie Kingston, Butcher and Blade. And uh, yeah, post-match, you had the Good Brothers coming down and beating them up. And then Kenny Omega announcing, yes, they are going to settle their differences for the AEW World Championship at Revolution on the 7th of March, I believe, in an exploding barbed wire death match. It was a great bit with Moxley headbutting Omega and a tiny bit of blood running down Omega's face. Uh, but he got his own back by nailing him with some V-triggers and yelling, it's only going to get worse. They, of course, had that lights-out match at full gear in 2019. But this is just bonkers, Andy. And I, for one, cannot wait to see what Jim Cornette has to say about all this. I, I'm kind of the opposite. Uh, I could not care less what Jim Cornette has to say about anything. Uh, <laughs> however, uh, I will say that personally, I didn't really enjoy the Lights Out match. It's just, it mm. wasn't really my thing. I didn't really get into it. So my excitement for this is probably a little bit lower than a lot of people's, but that's fine. Wrestling is subjective and we are allowed to disagree. Um, yeah, for the angle setting up, however, was quite effective. Yeah. Uh, this this got a lot of people talking. Uh, a lot of people will be buzzing about it. A lot of people will be like, oh, no, a, a death match on a pay-per-view. And so they're going to get people buzzing either way, whether that whether or not that's a good thing. It's up for you guys to decide. Uh, it's a big match. The pay-per-view needed the main event. There you go. Mm -hmm. There you go. Yeah, I kind of ruined this for myself because I, my, I fantasy booked with the Dadleys, the well, not the return, but, you know, the, the re-announcement of Blood and Guts. And then we got this, which just completely threw me for a loop and the thing is i enjoyed that lights out match at full gear but i just wonder where they go from that because they kind of did everything in that match and yes explosions it's not a thing that they featured but my goodness me i'm i'm worried as is renee paquette about how this is going to go but anyway let's move on andy let's talk about wwe living rent free in AEW's heads that'll get some comments <laughs> <laughs> It'll just blast through these last couple of stories. The WWE Champion was on AEW TV last night, sort of, sort of. Uh, I'm referring to Jim Ross's slip. Uh, he announced Kenny Omega as WWE Champion Kenny Omega, <laughs> not AEW Champion Kenny Omega. This got a lot of people buzzing because, of course, it did. Um, Jim Ross has talked about this on Twitter already. Uh, he quote-tweeted Fightful's report on the matter saying, yep, heat of the battle, live TV, my bad, guys. Uh, and <laughs> Drew, Drew McIntyre <laughs> has, has responded. I saw this. Posted an image of him sitting in a chair looking like this, uh, saying the WWE champion Drew McIntyre is not impressed or amused. Uh, it's good to see this kind of just being laughed off. This is a mistake. Yeah. It's a harmless mistake. JR has made a few, uh, to be fair, early in AEW's run in the booth. Uh, but uh, I hope this doesn't get hung over his head for two. It's, it's, a, it's a mistake and it's a good laugh as well at the same time. So there we are. Exactly. It's it's something and nothing, like you say, and I, I don't want to see people making a big thing out of this. 
it's heat of battle. We make mistakes on this news and we record it. So like no yeah. position to judge. <laughs> uh, I think I think let's let's just move on. At the end of the day, if you're giving if he's gonna make those mistakes, that's sort of the trade-off you get for such a legend being on your program. There you go. And, you know, hopefully it won't happen again, but I'm glad everyone can just see the, the funny side of all this. Um Something that isn't necessarily funny, but should be terrifying if we're a part of Jurassic Express, is the fact that 67-year-old Tolly Blanchard is going to wrestle. Uh, he's going to work that 3rd of March. Big night for the Wednesday Night War, that, with, as I mentioned, the, the two tag team title matches on NXT, and then the, the Shaq, Jade, Cargill, uh, Red Velvet and Cody match. And now, yes... Uh, FTR and Tolly Blanchard stepping between the ropes to take on Jurassic Express, Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy and Marco Stunt. This will be Blanchard's first match since August 2007 when he wrestled in the NWA against AEW's Dustin Rhodes. Crazy. Crazy. Okay, good luck everyone. Yeah, I, I have no idea what the hell's going on here. Um, in the year of our Lords 2021, Shaquille O'Neal is going to wrestle on the same show as 67-year-old Tully Blanchard, uh, who peaked about 30 years ago. So, it's, look, Tully Blanchard is legitimately one of my favourite heels of all time. This is weird. I have no idea what it's going to look like, but I'll tell you what, I can't wait to find yeah. out. Same. It's and Sting took a bump mental. on Dynamite last night. It's all just insane right now. Crazy. Crazy. Old men well, doing me- bits. Let's move on to your Twitter questions. At What Culture WWE, of course, if you want to get in touch with us. Lord KPS starts us off uh, and he says, Ikari Grabs' new character is money. No pun intended. Literally. Should NXT <laughs> make him into a modern version of Ted DiBiase? They've tried so with te- several characters before, but Grimes can make it work, I feel. Obviously, nah. commiserations to Grimes who crashed his Lamborghini, but he's just going to buy another one, Andy. <laughs> yeah, he's that rich. He can just throw them out the window. Uh, I don't think WWE should do this. I think they should let the Million Dollar Man character stand on its own in history. It's an iconic character. It's one of my personal favourites of all time. Let's not just repeat that with a guy because he's rich now. Um, make Cameron Grimes his own thing. Let him discover his own voice. Forge his own identity. He's a very charismatic, creative, wild, yeah. entertaining guy. He doesn't need to be... Te- I see where you're coming from. Uh, and I think, you know, there's logic to it. Um, but I think Ty- Tyler Bates? <laughs> What's his name? Yeah, Cameron Grimes. Okay. Yeah, Trevor Lee. <laughs> it should be, he should be his own thing, is what I'm yeah. saying. I don't think you need to make him Ted DiBiase. I think you just need to give him all the gold because he's the be- one of the best things. <laughs> he's already got all the gold. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he needs to buy. He needs to buy some of those championships, baby. I just, I just, I adore what they are doing with him. And also, very random boy popper during the Britney Spears documentary when her dad makes grits. Last night I was watching it with the missus. I was like, oh! Kiss my grits. That's it. Oh no, this is quite serious and quite. Free um, Britney, science. by the way. Free Britney. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, that free Britney. Yeah, we support that here at What Culture. Uh, right, let's move on. The Battle Brands uh, brings us a second question of the day, saying, "Konnichiwa, gents. Uh, with the Fiend's return imminent, do you think we could see a Firefly Funhouse sequel where all of Randy's past sins and criticisms are laid bare? Maybe even a cameo from a still imprisoned Cena." <laughs> Yes, I think that is a great idea. I think it is the best possible idea for this feud, and I think it would be awesome. That is my answer. Yeah. It's really simple. Yeah, you've you've knocked it out of the park. That's what they need to do. That's what needs to happen at WrestleMania. Maybe even via 
Brandy Orton's pod in the Elimination Chamber filling up with black goo. <laughs> right, final question today comes from, is this the greatest handle ever? Uh, who says, greetings, gents. Fairly sure I know what Adam Wilborn will answer, so I guess this question is primarily for Andy Murray. Don't Between know. MJF and Ricky Starks, who do you think will be the first to get a run with either the AEW or the TNT title? Uh, I'm going to let you style an MJF in a second, but for me, I think it will be Ricky Starks. I think he, uh, you know, we've got a number one contendership match for the TNT title at the pay-per-view. The Revolution, what is it? The Revolution face ladder match or yeah, something? Yeah, I'm so confused what's going on with that, yeah. Ricky Starks obviously won't be involved in that, but when Darby Allen beats whoever wins that, I think Ricky's the perfect guy to take it off Darby and have a cool run uh, with the TNT title. I'd like to see that. Yeah, I'm going to have my cake and eat it too. I completely agree. I'd have Ricky Starks be the next TNT champion, but I think MJF <laughs> out of those two has to be... Well, he should already be the world champion because let's not forget John Moxley cheated in their match. It's an illegal move and effectively, in my eyes, MJF is already champion. But, you know, I, I, I'm trying to be impartial here because I am. I'm a fair and balanced wrestling journalist, but I love MJF and give him all the titles. Uh, right, let's move on to today's and finally. And just... Sometimes you don't have to think stuff out to make a great tweet. Think, think before you tweet, yes, if you're going to do something stupid. But if you're Hangman Page and you're just going to tweet best lawnmowers 2021, you know what? Maybe you win Twitter for the day. Uh, Andy, favourite lawnmower off the top of your head? Uh, uh, Brum. Brum is my favourite lawnmower. Very good. Very good. It's not a lawnmower. No. <laughs> I am a. This is a. The, the Wilborn household is a is a flymo household. So there you go. What about go. the thing from uh, the Teletubbies with the nose that snoots Nunu. around? Yeah, Nunu, and it's got custard and and it's not a, not a lawnmower either, is it? <laughs> no. What about Edward Scissorhand? Let's let's wrap there you this go. up. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> All right, let us know your thoughts on that. Uh, and your favourite lawnmowers in the comments section down below. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Oh, myself and the Dudley Boys are going to have a lot of fun with the Wednesday Night <laughs> War a little bit later on today. Plus, let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions. But remember, think before you tweet at WhatCultureWWE. Uh, and whilst you're there, follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at... At Andy H. Murray. The H stands for Happy Birthday Harambe. Miss you, big man. Snuffed oh. out before your prime. I don't actually know if it's Harambe's birthday today. It's just, you know, lawnmowers. So. <laughs> yep, yeah, natural. Okay. Just really uh, miss him. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Uh, and a happy belated birthday to Simon Miller for yesterday yes, as yes. well. Legend. Uh, right. You can follow me on Twitter at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. This has been a random one today. My thanks, Danny Murray. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Harambe. <laughs> Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.